guys and welcome back to Breaking Butterfly or if you are new here, a very special welcome. I am so grateful to have you here. Today is a pretty special episode. I do have a guest with me which I will introduce in a moment but today is a very special episode because I have a special announcement. Um, I have not launched Metamorphosis in how long has it been? Nine months. I haven't done meta in nine months, which is crazy. Um, and today marks the first day of Doors for Metamorphosis officially being open for the very first round of 2023. And that kind of leads me into the special guest I have here because I actually have a Metamorphosis alumni with me. And we're going to talk a lot about her journey and her lessons. And she has just had like the most amazing transformation. Um, and for Metamorphosis to be even like any part of that at all, I just feel so honored. Um, so yeah, Metamorphosis doors are now open. If you don't know what Metamorphosis is, it is my signature 12-week confidence building program. I believe this will be my seventh time running this program. So um, if that's not saying something, like it just, it shows you like how amazing it is and how much I love it. Like I just do this program over and over and over and over again. Um, and yeah, I'm so excited to chat about it today and chat about Athena and her story. So I have Athena Byers with me. She is a tattoo artist in San Diego. Like I said, she is a Metamorphosis alumni and she's also actually um, the tattoo artist for Fruition, which is my San Diego retreat, um, which is iconic and we can talk about that as well. Um, but yeah, I'm so grateful to have her here and yeah, say hello to the girls. Hi, I'm so excited to be here. I'm very excited to talk about Meta. It's really easy for me to speak highly of Meta and I've been meaning to do it over again because it works. Um, and yeah, just have so much to share and I'm really excited to do this. Yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm so excited. Like, I feel like I can talk on like social media all I want about like, there's this transformation and meta is so awesome and it's so good. But like seeing a full embodiment of somebody that's gone through it, I think is just so powerful. And it's not necessarily like what metamorphosis does for you. It's, it's like what confidence does for you. Mm -hmm. So I'm so excited to like, yeah, actually have you just you're just a full embodiment of confidence and empowerment and this beautiful journey. So I'm excited. Let's get into it. Um, do you want to start off? <clears throat> Sorry, guys. I still have this horrible cough. Um, do you do you want to start by telling us a little bit about yourself? Maybe I want like some backstory of like maybe how you grew up, um, just kind of leading up to meta maybe of like how your life was. Ooh. Yeah, just a little backstory. <laughs> yeah, we can do that. Um, I think in terms of leading up to Meta, I honestly, growing up, did not feel like a confident person at all. Um, I'm pretty naturally introverted and, yeah, a little bit more, like, introspective and take my times with what I speak on. And so I think that all kind of contributed to, like, well, I... I felt like pretty insecure about it um, and like honestly got kind of teased for it and so I think that really like broke broke that esteem down quite a bit um, and so that 
that journey started a long time ago um, and it's been quite a process. And I think something that really built that back up very naturally was, I was like, okay, like it's, this is not really working. I'm just going to focus on things that matter to me. I'm going to focus on my values, things that I can do that I care about um, and really working on myself. And I'm just like, okay, I don't really give a fuck now. I'm just going to do these things. Um, And so then when I heard of Meta, I was like, oh, wow, this this is really good. Um, I don't know. It's a really good program to like really like solidify that. And it just seemed very aligned with what I wanted and what I needed. Um, And that was, yeah, that was huge. There's so much about Meta where it's just like being in that energy, like Maddie's energy and the energy of the group. It's really potent and really powerful. And you can't really, like if you do Meta, you're going to get through with a transformation for sure. Um, And then after that program, I had multiple people compliment me and comment on my confidence and I had never had that before. Um, And so that was like, whoa, something has definitely changed and it was definitely meta and it was definitely like the process before that um, and like really committing to that journey um, and really like claiming that as mine. So that's why I did it. And yeah, it's like a constant process. It's something that is some, it's something you like really need to commit to if you want that power in yourself it's going to be like a constant evolution and it's a commitment but it's Mm -hmm. worth it totally oh and I would love to dive into that like way later in this episode of like just the constant evolution because it really does never stop but yeah I just love to hear that you had such a transformative experience and Mm -hmm. I think one of like the key points of what you just shared and your story there is like your self-esteem was really like diminished because you were more introverted or more quiet or more shy. And I think that's like so important to talk about if like we can talk about that a little bit because I feel like so many of my clients, um, they come into meta and they feel like they feel like being confident is being outspoken. Mm -hmm. They feel like being confident is being like eccentric. Is that the word? Um, yeah I think just like bubbly and outgoing and like yeah like bubbly and outgoing and like wearing crazy things and like so just kind of like out there in a way um a lot of my clients also think that they need to be themselves around everybody like Mm -hmm. if they you know if they're in like a big crowd of -hmm. people and they're not fully themselves they feel like there's like something wrong with like their confidence. I feel like there's all these misconceptions around like what confidence is like. Yeah. What it looks like. Exactly. Um, And especially when you're like, you're getting comments as like a child or a teenager of like, oh, why are you so quiet? Like, why are you so shy? Like, maybe I just don't want to like spend my energy on you. Yeah. Yeah, Those questions are pretty annoying. And like, yeah, you, if, if you're kind of like that, like you have experienced it before and just like, wow, not helpful. Yeah. And a lot of times, like, you know, sometimes it is shyness and sometimes you even use the word, like you're just more introspective. Like you're just an observer. Maybe you're just like the really good listener and excuse me, sorry. Um, the fact that like, I don't know, there's like this, yeah, this weird energy around it, I think is so interesting because I know people in my life that are so loud and outgoing, but they go home and they will 
overthink everything they said and they don't believe that they can achieve their dreams or go after what they want or they're people pleasers, but they seem so like confident in like who they are. Mm-hmm. And then I have friends where I like they barely ever talk. Like they're just so quiet, but they're just like badasses and they're like so successful and so peaceful and like so in their power and their boundaries. Um, so yeah, what do you, what do you feel like was the shift that I I guess like what were some of the biggest lessons you learned? Um, in meta specifically or just like through that Mm -hmm. whole I think, yeah, I think both. Like what really did start making those shifts from before to after, whether it was in meta or your own realizations? Yeah. Um, yeah, I know we talked about a little, a, a couple things I've written down of just like listening to yourself and belief work and yeah. Yeah, I, I feel like it was a lot of like, okay, this is who I am and it will serve me much better if I can amplify that and really embrace it and live from that place instead of trying to change things um, because there's no need to change things. And like the attributes and traits that I have, like once I started to like really know myself and appreciate that um, and see what happens when I do live from that place, it's just like, whoa, this, yeah, this is alignment and this is so much more peaceful. And so I think just that process of like really knowing yourself um, and like what you have to offer and embracing that and putting your energy towards that instead of like, oh, I wish I could be this other way or I should do this. I should do that. Um, Yeah. And then just part of that is like being around people who do appreciate that and like seeking out those connections. That's a big part of it, too. I love that you say that because that's probably my favorite session in Meta is like the one where we talk about accepting who you are not and amplifying who you are. Um, Even at this point, that concept is so powerful to me that I created like a whole two-hour workshop around it that I teach at my retreats now even too. So it's like anyone that comes into my space, like you are going to go through a deep like lesson transformation like I, like I'm going to take up space and talk about accepting who you are not and amplifying who you are because that is like the only way that I feel like I found peace yeah totally yeah. I think also you did it was some type of like guided meditation or like visualization something like that where you're like okay close your eyes and imagine if there really was only love and no judgment like how would you be how would you show up in this world yeah. How would you talk? How would you dress? And it's like, whoa, if you can really put yourself in that place, if you haven't felt that before, then yeah. you start to realize how you do want to act and like, oh, I actually do know how I feel. I do know what I want to do. I do know how I want to express myself. And you can, if you can just take away that layer of fear and just like feel that, mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, this is possible. And I have a lot more power than I might realize. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. And I feel like you really do have to put yourself in that place to realize mm-hmm. it's possible. Yeah. Like whether it's being in a community or going on a retreat or just being in a visualization, like actually going to those places and realizing that can be a possibility is so yeah. important because yeah. I feel that a lot of us, like, did you grow up in San Diego? I grew up in Santa Cruz. In Santa Cruz. Okay. Yeah. So that was maybe a little more 
open, but I I don't know. Everywhere has its pros and cons, but I feel like a lot of people live in places where the environment is just so unsupportive and like doesn't really show like the type of lifestyle that can exist. And that's why I think it's so important to be in like community or go on retreats or go like just go places where you experience something. Again, it could even just be a visualization, but like you go somewhere where you're like, oh, Mm -hmm. like because I thought of this now, like it exists or because I experienced this for like you know, a couple days visiting somewhere, like I know it exists and yeah. that can be so, so powerful. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. And I think to find those places, it's just like, okay, what is like, follow what feels good and like what feels exciting. And it could be like a conversation with someone or it could be a place or it could be experience or an activity. Like even if it's just a little bit of an inkling of like, Ooh, that's kind of exciting. Like follow that. And that'll yeah. totally lead to more of that. Totally. I mean, it could even be as as much as just like watching a sunset and like just feeling so in awe with the beauty of life and just being like that, like just knowing that feeling exists. Yeah. That should be enough to push you to be like, okay, I want to create more moments like yeah. that. It could just be a moment. Cool. Um, what? Yeah. Okay. So let's get into like you obviously being a tattoo artist and your tattoo journey. I want to hear what it was a little bit for you to like follow your your passion like did you always know that you wanted to be a tattoo artist um you know speaking of kind of following that excitement what has your journey been like for your career and creativity and all of that yeah I always knew that I wanted to do something creative and I think I just ignored it for such a long time because art and music and a creative career is not really portrayed as a real option um, in general. And I think a lot of people don't believe that that can work. And so I, yeah, just kind of ignored it and tried a bunch of different things. I jumped around majors quite a bit. And I think part of that was feeling like I needed to do something with a more like obvious contribution to society. So like nonprofits or medicine or environmental stuff. And it was like, all that stuff is important and it's very valuable. But for me, it wasn't coming from that like inspired heart and it wasn't coming from my soul and what I really got lit up about. Um, So I tried that for a while and I was like, okay, something is missing. This is not working. And if it feels like something is missing, it is. And you should follow that um and so I was like okay like I just I honestly I just like couldn't keep ignoring it and I couldn't keep doing those things that I knew didn't truly light me up um and so I was like okay well like after school and after work I will be painting or drawing and like listening to music and hours just fly by so like I knew that that felt good to me and I knew that like that was true so I was like okay this is what we're gonna do we're like really gonna give it a shot and see where it takes me and it wasn't specifically like I always wanted to be a tattoo artist I think it was more just like I want to do something creative I want to create my art and then the more I learned about the tattoo industry and what was possible it was like oh wow this is a really really good option so Mm -hmm. I just tried it and I'm so glad I did Mm, I love that so much I um yeah I love this conversation did you have any 
I'm sure you did. But what kind of fears and doubts came up when you did start following that excitement? And how did you start working through it? Mm -hmm. I feel like I had a lot of fears and doubts before I made that decision. And that comes down to the standard things of like scarcity of like, oh, there's not a place for me. So many people do art. I can't make money. It's not consistent. Um, And all things that are like not true in the art and music world. Like art and music is so interwoven in our daily lives. It's like someone made the logo on that beer can. Someone designed the interface of the app that you just closed. Um, Tons of people made the music that you listen to on the way to work. It's like it's so abundant everywhere. Um, And just like if there's any anyone who feels the pull to create, like, please know if no one has told you that is totally possible. Um, and yeah, that, that's, I think that's just really common for a lot of people if they feel that urge and it's not, yeah, it's not really support in general. I think as a whole, people are more accepting of it and more um, encouraging of it, but. Yeah. I was just going to say, I feel like in this day and age, it's changing a lot. Mm-hmm. The issue is that there is like the older generation that sees art as like, yeah, like you can't make money with art. Mm-hmm. And they're totally right, like completely correct for their generation. This mm-hmm. is like 40 years ago. Like, yeah, okay, you probably couldn't make that much money off of art or it was a little <clears throat> maybe more difficult. But mm-hmm. especially in this day and age, as like more people are being pulled to just like create mm-hmm. and we are more – um we have a lot more safety and a lot more like possibility mm-hmm. and a lot more ways to like connect. Like back then they didn't have the internet like we do. They didn't mm-hmm. have like, it, it was a little bit more like you need to like save your money and you need to like, um, you know, get, just get a stable job. Mm-hmm. And I feel like things have completely taken a 180. And so it's hard when we still have our parents where they are speaking from their experience and their generation, but they don't see now like, artists on TikTok, like blowing up, like Etsy shops blowing up. Yeah. Like tattoo artists. Um, every, like by 2040, everyone is going to be tattooed. Everyone. (laughs) And our parents are going to say like, Oh, like don't get tattoos. You're not going to be able to get a good job. Mm -hmm. Well, guess what? The good jobs have to start hiring people with tattoos because everyone is going to have tattoos. And if they don't, they're not going to have anyone to work for their company. So it's like it's like more rare to not have tattoos now. I don't think I know anybody that like above the age of 18 that doesn't have at least one tattoo. (laughs) Yeah. So it's like things are changing so much and like we just have to be very, very careful like who we take our advice Mm -hmm. from. And again, that's why I think something like meta or retreat or any type of like community-based like program or experience is so important because like you need to put yourself in places where people are like you don't seem crazy you don't seem like the odd one out like if you go to like somewhere in your hometown and you're like oh I'm gonna be an artist Mm -hmm. everyone will look at you like you're crazy Mm -hmm. if you're in metamorphosis and you're like oh I'm just gonna like you know, I'm just going to settle for this like job that I really hate, but like it gives me stability. Mm -hmm. Everyone's going to look at you like you're crazy and be like, what the fuck? Right. And so 
one of my clients even the other day she was like she was like yeah like I feel like I'm insane for not wanting the white picket fence and like that I don't have kids on the way already because everyone in my life is living like the like the normie life Mm -hmm. in a sense and I'm like I know it feels like you're the odd one out but you're not you're Mm -hmm. just in the wrong environment yeah I think being mindful of who you share that energy and excitement with is definitely important and also like once you can get to a place that is solid enough for you to be comfortable maybe saying it in more scary situations I would honestly also encourage that because I felt totally scared to talk about it and I felt scared to be like oh yeah I want a tattoo because like people especially older people they have a a reaction that you can probably imagine sometimes Um, yeah but then, like, once I started being more open about it, I got so many opportunities and connections that way. And if you can just, like, own that that's what you want to do and, like, put up with the BS that some people are going to throw at you, I think it's worth it. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, that has its limits and kind of just, like, follow what feels right. But I would also encourage that, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I also think it's important to take, like, baby steps in that instance because yeah. a lot of people think, like, oh, to be – Again, it's like these misconceptions around like confidence and empowerment where you feel like, oh, I need to go from like, you know, um, never having any boundaries at all to like going up to everyone in my life and like sharing my strict boundaries. It's like, no, you don't have to go so like far on either side of the spectrum. Like if you've never shared like your desires and dreams with someone you do not need to go on social media and like share on your story like everyone I'm being an artist like no totally, totally. it's a process <laughs> it's a process like share with this friend see how that feels yeah. and share with this friend see how that feels um yeah. it reminds me of also what you've been saying about like following your excitement it's like mm-hmm. all right you have a moment that feels good okay mm-hmm. let me lean into that a little bit you don't have to go from like your corporate job to moving to or like buying a bus and redoing it and being a hippie on the road, like you can start taking like little tiny steps out of what you know isn't in alignment Mm -hmm. and into what is. Um, Yeah, I love that you shared that. Um, Okay, can you talk a little bit about the actual process of tattooing? Because I feel every time I see a tattoo artist or I'm getting a tattoo – I'm like, how is this person not shitting bricks right now about to put something on my body? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like you have some things to teach me about confidence because I could not even have the confidence to like – you have yeah. to trust yourself so much that you're not going to like fuck yeah. up someone's body. Totally. And yeah, a lot of people have asked me that and noticed that. And I honestly do not – like I'm not nervous when I'm tattooing and I like never – have been like even from when I was tattooing like in the very beginning Mm -hmm. and like didn't really know what I was doing and was still learning it was like I don't know maybe just like knowing like no like I don't know like I I felt very competent in what I was doing I think because I wasn't making like huge jumps I was like okay I'm gonna work on this thing this type of piece and I know I have these skills and I think it's like trusting your skills and trusting what you know you can do um Mm -hmm. and then yeah it comes back to kind of like baby steps of like not doing like huge pieces that are super detailed and complicated from the very beginning yeah I 
worked up to that. And granted, like I have had pieces where I'm going into it and like, okay, this this is a little bit of a jump and I'm going to make a plan to know how I want to navigate that. And I think just, yeah, feeling like competent in your skills is a big one, I think. Totally. Yeah. Do you feel like, do you feel like you trust yourself when you're more in alignment or do you trust yourself more when you're more in alignment? Do you think that's the truth? Yeah. Cause okay. I've been going through a weird experience. I'll share from my life. So I've always gone like back and forth on like business coaching because I really love business and a lot of people like come to me and want help with like building their coaching business and whatever. So like, I don't know if people notice how back and forth I go on it, but like <laughs> business will be in my bio, my Instagram bio for like two weeks and then I'll like take it out and then I'll like put it back and I'm like, I'm a money coach. And then I'm like, no, I'm not. And yeah. I like have always gone back and forth and it's because like, I do really enjoy talking about business and I've done pretty well in business and people come to me with like they want help and it's very lucrative. So I'm always like, okay, yeah, like let's do this business coaching stuff. And then every time I'm like fully in my business coaching, I like get all this weird like insecurity. Like Mm -hmm. I get like insecurity and I like don't trust myself. And it's Mm -hmm. not that I'm a bad coach or that like I – genuinely hate it it just like fucks with my energy like I'm not like fully in my power Mm -hmm. so I took on like a bunch of one-on-one clients this year uh, which I love if you're here listening to this right now I love you and I love helping you with your business but I was I was trying to create what just put that disclaimer in there (laughs) I know I keep telling my clients I'm like because I'm I'm not gonna stop taking business clients right now it's just like not feeling in alignment but I keep telling my clients I still have I'm like trust me I would just like I would cut our container if I really didn't want to help you. I fucking love you. But it just – and it's not even that I don't enjoy it or that that I'm not good at it, like I said. It's just, like, not fully energetically Mm – I don't know. It does something weird to my energy where I'm just not in my power. So I decide – I'm like, okay, I'm going to stop taking one-on-one clients because I was, like, running ads and doing the whole thing. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm going to shut that down for a sec. And I was like, I'm going to run meta. I haven't done meta in, like, nine months – that's mm-hmm. fucking crazy. I usually do it like every couple months. Mm-hmm. And literally, Athena, like I'm so in my power. I don't feel nervous about anything. I don't feel nervous about my launches. Mm-hmm. I don't get insecurity. I don't have comparison. I'm like just so fully like how can I be unconfident if I'm like in my soul's purpose and my soul's mm-hmm. mission and I'm like fully in alignment and so. Yeah. It's, it's like I already knew this, but I'm, like, learning it on, like, this deep level yeah. right now where I just spent, like, I just spent, like, $18,000 for this, like, business coaching ad. Yeah. And then it, he finished it, and I was, like, I I don't want the ad. I don't want to use it. So I just – $18,000 yeah. down the drain. Um, And I – yeah, I don't know. It's just taught me this lesson that, like, just do what excites you and just yeah. do what's in alignment because mm-hmm. – you're naturally going to feel good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I I can definitely relate to that feeling. It was like as soon as I decided that I wanted to do tattooing, I can confidently say I had zero doubts about yeah. my ability to do that. And I felt rock solid in that and never, yeah, never doubted myself, which was like, 
I may have felt that before with other things, maybe, but it was like, whoa, this is new. And like, this is very aligned. Like, I know I can do this. Yeah. Yeah. That's so crazy. Um, I've been talking about that a lot lately with like, even just like mindset. Like, yes, it's so powerful to like change your thoughts, but sometimes Mm -hmm. you don't need to change your thoughts. You need to change the situation you're in or the job you're in or the relationships you're in. And then your thoughts will just naturally change it'll fall into place it'll fall into place yeah I love that um cool okay so now you're tattooing you're in San Diego what so okay we've talked about like tattooing and following your purpose and yeah all of these things following your highest excitement I want to hear about how meta has shifted other things in your life was there any shift in the way you experience relationship, um, maybe experiences with body image or just like on an emotional level. I guess, I think I'm like most curious about relationships. How has your confidence <laughs> changed your relationships? Hmm. I, I feel like that wasn't really that much of a challenge when I was going into meta. So that wasn't so much what I was applying it to. I started doing meta when I was like in the middle of my apprenticeship. Mm. So it was like very focused on that. And I think just also like general social situations. Um, And I think I just noticed that I was, there was a lot of moments that I was like, whoa, usually I'd be like kind of uncomfortable here or like a little bit scared. And I was just like more at peace with myself Mm -hmm. and could show up better because of that, of just like being at work or like I was doing kayaking I was a kayak guide over the summer and that's talking to like big groups of people and leading them for like an hour and a half. And it's like, you are in charge. And like, that also felt pretty easy and comfortable. And I was like, whoa, that is quite a transformation. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. totally. I mean, I feel like our relationships and the way we interact with humans change so much when we work on our confidence, even if it's not like maybe romantic relationships, but yeah, Mm -hmm. just the way you communicate or show up or walk into a room or just yeah. be around humans in general. Yeah. Um, so that's really cool to hear. Um, amazing. I love that. Um, I know another thing we wanted to talk about was um, the power of your beliefs. I know we've kind of touched on it here and there, but mm-hmm. what are what are some of your favorite beliefs that you now embody? Do you have like specific affirmations or like what is your – I don't know, what does your, uh, I guess, self-ritual look like? Yeah, I I feel like I've never been a huge person for affirmations. It just, like, has never really clicked mm-hmm. for me or, like, I've never been very drawn to it. I think just, like, on a very deep level, like, really feeling that to be true. And then yeah. that comes down to what I was talking about earlier of, showing yourself that you can do what you want to do, showing yourself you can do the hard things, really knowing and accepting yourself. Um, And that, yeah, that took years. Like even before Meta, I had invested in another coach. Um, Her name is Yana Robinson. If anyone knows her, she's incredible. Highly recommend her. Um, But yeah, that was years before. And that was when I was in college. So that really set me up for believing that I could do like the creative path. Um, 
And so, yeah, it, ca- it came from a very deep place. I Affirmations are really helpful and they're important and I've used them before. And I think mm-hmm. it eventually gets to a place where you don't have to tell yourself that because you feel it already. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like that's such a big part of metamorphosis. Metamorphosis is like I, I talk about affirmations and like repetition a little bit. But my approach has always been like, well, why don't you just like prove the negative mm-hmm. thoughts wrong? Like just yeah. pretty much just fucking do it. Yeah. Just do the thing. Just take action. Yeah. Just taking action. And that can be like empowering subconscious rewiring just as much as, yeah, the affirmations and the hypnotherapy and all the things. Obviously, I think both are very, very important. I'm actually adding a lot more like somatics work into meta this time around of like, yeah, yeah, just like EFT and somatics and meditation and energy work and like all of those things. I think they're just as important, but you can reprogram your brain just by taking an action that you wouldn't have taken before because your Mm -hmm. brain is going to, it almost like shocks your brain. Mm -hmm. Like if you think you're ugly but then you walk into a room like you were like the hottest person on this planet. Your brain is going to be like, yeah. like, why are, why are we acting like that? Okay. Okay. I guess we are beautiful because like the, my body is acting that way. My body is feeling that way. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I guess oh, I feel that, way. that is an option. Like we can exist there instead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Amazing. Okay. So it's so amazing hearing about, yeah, just your journey and your transformation what do you feel is next for you now? Do you have big plans? Like, what's next? Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm just, like, in- excited in general. Um, I've been doing some events. So that started kind of, like, with fruition, tattooing at your retreat. Mm-hmm. And then I've done some flash events um, for – there's a museum called Wonder Museum, and they have – a few locations around the country and they're getting bigger. That was really cool. Um, and then I have another event in a couple days, actually. It's like a kelp art event oh, in San Diego. There's a huge community for the ocean here, of course. So it's a great place to do it, but there's going to be painters and music and then I'll be doing live tattooing and that's all going towards um, a kelp restoration foundation. Mm. And I've also partnered with some other organizations to do kind of like art for good so it's like donating money or in this case like restoring kelp and I think that feels really good and aligned for me too of like using art bringing people together and then putting it towards something good um that's super exciting to me right now and then a few days ago um I got an invitation from a really esteemed uh tattoo studio in New York City and they invited me to come out so that'll be oh happy. Yeah. <laughs> so crazy. I like opened it. It was one of those situations where I was like, what the fuck? Like, this is too good to be true. And I was like, hold on. No, no, no. Like, I'm like totally worthy yeah. of it. Like, this is real. Um, and yeah, so that'll be happening in September. That'll be my second guest spot. Um, and then I want to do an international guest spot. I think that'll kind of just fall into place pretty easily, too. Oh my gosh. I, guys, in a couple of years, we're all going to see Athena and I'm going to be like, 
I'm like, Athena, do you remember me? Do you remember me? And she's just like on magazines and traveling the world. And like, oh my God, I can <laughs> literally see it now. I feel like you're going to just get so big. Like, is this all <laughs> happening already? Because how long yeah, have you been tattooing so now? It's like been officially. a year. It's been a year since I tattooed my first client. And like, all this has happened so quickly. It's crazy. What the fuck? Oh my God. Yeah, remember me when you're like too famous and rich and cool. <laughs> I cannot forget you, Maddie. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, I I also need to get more tattoos from you when I yes. come down in October. I I might have to come early and have you just yeah. like tattoo yeah, me a bunch. I want like a bunch of things, but I have one tattoo from Athena. And um, oh, also I wanted to say like doing the art for good and like the kelp stuff. Everything is like so fucking cool. I don't know. You just amaze me. Um, nice. but. But the tattoo I got from you at Fruition was – guys, this was so iconic. And also, like, I see Melchor all the time, too, and, like, his, yeah. his little butterfly tattoo on his – He's the best. He is sunshine. He, he is literally the best. Yeah, I'm going to see him in, like, three days. I'm so excited. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, it was just so iconic and just, like, full circle to, like, be mm-hmm. tattooed by you in the Fruition House. And I don't yeah. know, what was, what was your experience? In the mansion, like, that was crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what was your experience of, like, Fruition and the energy? Like, what were your thoughts when you – That was arrived? a dream. That was such a high. Yeah. Like, I feel like I – I had wanted to do something like that and so I was like so ready for it and it just yeah, yeah I felt so right and like to be in that group of other people who like really want to step in their power and just like fucking do the thing like that's so that's so powerful and it's such a boost um, yeah so that yeah that felt amazing and then oh, yeah it was totally full circle it was like whoa like I started with you and this is what I've done with it now you know, it was so fun. Oh my gosh. And a couple of the girls from your metamorphosis group were there too. So we like all got to meet in person. And yeah, that was such a, a special, special moment. I'm like, so wait, did I ask you if you want to come this year? Oh yeah. Okay. I was like, I was like, if not, I'll do it on the air right now. <laughs> do you want to come? No, I sent um, you a voice message when I was leaving Salt Lake City and then we figured it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, Athena will be there again. So, guys, if you're listening and you want to come, come hang out with us. It's going to be really fun. Um, Yeah, that was so fucking awesome. Um, Well, cool. I can't wait to see, like, what you create next and where you go. Um, I guess to, like, wrap things up a little bit, is there anything, any, like, last-minute things that you want to share that we didn't touch on? Um, If not, maybe, like, a couple words for anyone that might be considering doing metamorphosis but are kind of on the fence totally something I really appreciate about meta is the way that it was structured especially because we had a small group was that everybody talks every time and so you are building a really intimate vulnerable connection in space with other people who care about doing this type of thing and so you get to know those people and they get to know you. And that's that's a really special experience because not all coaching programs do that. Like you don't always talk to everyone. And it's it's really valuable to have those people alongside and push you forward and like feed off their excitement. 
um, and just have that boost every week. And then specifically working with Maddie, like your energy is just like excitement and you so deeply believe that you can do what you want. And then I think just being in that excitement and that energy is like, whoa, yes, that is true. Like, let's do this. Um, so yeah, so valuable. Thank you so much. Yes, yes. I love that so much. I'm so glad that you shared like that point of like everybody speaks because it's so true. I I think a lot of coaching programs nowadays, like if it's not one-on-one, especially mm-hmm. bigger like leaders, which of course people with like really big platforms, like they don't have the ability to like have like such an intimate space like that. Um, but that's kind of why like I decided maybe like last year I like really like landed into like what I truly want for my business. And I was like, I don't want to have hundreds of thousands of followers. Like be, well, I'm not going to say I don't want that if that is supposed to be in my path and like universe, like show the way, but I like having it intimate because that is really, I feel what creates the transformation. Like you're not just like a number. You're not just like listening in on a call and then doing the work by yourself. You were like with your girl gang. Like you were like with your group. Um, You meet with me twice a week, every single week, like lessons, group coaching, like I'm adding more bonus sessions. Like it's not just, it's not a course, right? It's like an intensive, intimate program where we like go through the transformation together. So Yeah, it's a very, like, active process. You can't just, like, sit back and take in the information. It's like, okay, we are doing the thing. We're changing things now, and we're going to talk about it. And we're doing it. Yeah. 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 And the energy of it really is, really is that. You can't show up in metamorphosis and not feel motivated to take action. Yeah. It's just impossible. Yep. Agreed. I love that. Um, Love it. Amazing, amazing. Well, you have had such an amazing transformation. I was like so grateful to have you in Meta and have you at Fruition and I'll see you again in a couple months at Fruition and yeah, just so proud of you and excited to see where you'll go. Um, and yeah, just let everyone know how they can find you if they want to connect with you. Yeah, my Instagram is Athena Tattoo. I think Maddie will probably link that in the notes, mm-hmm. but that's the main place. Um, if there's anyone in San Diego who wants to get a tattoo, of course, hit me up. And also, if you are wanting to do something creative, if you want to go down the art path and you want to talk about that at all, I would love to do that too. Amazing. Yes, I love it. I hope people are, I'm sure they will be so inspired by this. And yeah, once again, guys, Metamorphosis is now officially open tier one pricing ends in three days and then we go up to tier two and tier three and we officially start on june 27th yes june 27th so i would love to have any one of my listeners there and yeah i'm really really excited excited we got to have this conversation um yeah everyone have a beautiful week this week and i'll catch you guys in the next episode bye thank you maddie